Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. All right. We got her. Perfect. So you got me, guys. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh. Thank you for coming on. It's definitely yeah. our pleasure, yes. Definitely our pleasure. We are still we are still shocked and awed every time we uh, <laughs> we get to talk to one of you lovely ladies. It just oh. <laughs> never well, ceases you. to amaze us that uh, this little that's, podcast. That's why I thought I'd send you some porn today. Some, some I, I know. It was fantastic. <laughs> research. You sent us research. <laughs> Save sure. me some time. I didn't have to go browse the internet at work or anything. That's always fun too, because a lot of other stuff comes up with it. Not of me, but you know, yeah, yeah, comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. So where should we start? Well, let's introduce you first, Absolutely. because we always forget to introduce people. <laughs> we just we start talking and we get in and we're having fun. So it just... yeah. So you are a former Playboy playmate. Um, let's let. I'm just gonna Yvette Lopez. Yvette Lopez. Let's, help, let's start with the name. Right. I want to get that out there. <laughs> so, should we start with Playboy and how that came to be and your experience with sure. them? Now, yeah, was yeah, no, um, real real quick. Was, was it modeling first, or Playboy first, and then modeling, or what? What what came first? So yes, I was modeling, kind of in Santa Fe. Is uh, um, I was working with the Santa Fe workshops. And so famous photographers from all over the world come and teach and these classes. So you never know who's going to be in the class. And there could be five people. There could be 20 people. So Greg Gorman was one of them. Herb, um, Herb Ritz. I mean, I've worked with so many very famous photographers. And um, you work, you usually shoot for like five days. And it's all year round. Um, so I was doing that since the age of 16. Um, and that's kind of how I got started with uh, modeling and stuff like that. And um, and then I was approached by Playboy when I was 16. Oh, wow. Almost 17 here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Can they yeah. do that? <laughs> well, they didn't know. I don't think we look our age. You know, I have my, my boobs out, my high heels on. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, they. Uh, I waited till I was actually 18, um, 18 and a half. Uh, I called them up and said that I was ready. I saved their phone number because I knew at a young age. My mother said, so I grew up between here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. And there was a hotel, uh, the Playboy Hotel. And when we'd come visit my dad, my mom said that I'd always look at the bunny and say, I want to be the bunny. I'm going to be a bunny mom. <laughs> and I, since I was a little girl, so. Perfect. <laughs> Manifestation. It came true. <laughs> Dreams come true. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So you called them and the process, then this process starts, right? We've been hearing there's, it takes a while to get in to do a photo shoot. Yeah, I actually um, called them. They said, 
whenever they can, they will get in contact with me. They did probably a month later. Um, and I had, they had called me at 5 p.m. And I shot the next day at 6 a.m. Holy. And I shot with David Nisi here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Holy shit. That, that moved mm-hmm. fast. <laughs> I guess when they call, you, you don't say no, do you? When they... Yeah, I was not prepared any in any which way. Yeah. So I even told them, I'm like, I have no time to do anything. They said, don't worry, we'll take care of it for you. Yeah, we so did. they shaved me down there. The, the makeup artist knew how to groom the women. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. um, what was So what was the first Playboy issue that you that you appeared in? It was 1993. I wish I had them upstairs. Um, 1993. I was in seven issues, I believe. Oh, um, wow. 1993, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, all the way through 1997. Okay. I did either six or seven issues. I think seven. I did the 50th anniversary, and sure. that made the seven, I believe. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because for some reason, doing doing our little bit of research on you, our lot of bit of research on you, for some reason, we could not track down like what actual issues you were in so yeah it's it's hard to find so i did the all um the first all hispanic woman playboy magazine oh okay um and they only did one which was called sexy latin ladies or something like that um and i think i sent you one of the photos i mean the jean jacket or jean shirt okay um and uh it was all through the um special editions here in the u.s gotcha okay okay we would, you would get those bonus issues when you say right? subscribed. Oh, yeah. Know yeah. That, yeah. Know that very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For and sure. Uh, so it was one right after another. And, and then I, they flew me to Chicago. I shot with Richard Fagley before he passed away um, at the old Playboy building and got to enjoy the mansion uh, or the old Playboy house and stay in Chicago for a little bit. It was it was it was an experience, you guys. It was you know, thank God for Hugh Hefner. He really paved the way for not just us women in the magazine, but for many people in the world. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen his new documentary, how he uh, fought for uh, black rights and mm-hmm. women. And um, so he stood for more than tits and ass, you yeah. know, and everyone just thinks of us. as you know, if you really get into the history of what Hugh Hefner did and who he what he stood for um it makes me even more proud to be a part of the playboy team yeah and so early that he was was doing this you know before a lot of people when he was out in public oh yeah yeah aretha franklin i believe yeah aretha franklin was the first woman to walk black woman to walk through the front door um anywhere through or in her career um it was at the playboy mansion at the playboy club Okay. And he let he told her you walk through the front door and she did and it was this big deal. Oh, um, yeah. But he that's the kind of stuff that that man did. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So we through our course of other playmates, yeah, we have been hearing such terrific stories about Hef and just um, kind of like what you're saying that he really was a an innovator, you know, and he just uh, was stood for so many things and he just did it and then kind of stuck took back you know back seat. He didn't publicize it. He didn't talk about it. He just did it. Um, do, how, how many exposures with Heft did you have? How many exposures in my career, you mean? Like, yeah. what did it do for me? Well, um, I mean, like, hanging out with them or hanging out with them oh, at the, that, the mansion. Um, yeah, I, so I got to hang out. I, this is going to sound kind of silly, but I was at the mansion probably four times, and I only went if it was work. 
Okay. If I was on the red carpet and they were going to announce my name. Um, otherwise, my life, Playboy was my work. I came out in the magazine, but it wasn't my life. Okay. Um, I didn't hang out at the mansion to be a part of anything. Um, it really wasn't my my thing. Um, I got to meet Hugh a few times. Uh, Carmen Electra was a really good friend of mine um, and Angelica Bridges. So when I was hanging out with them, um, Hugh Hefner would see us out and come say hello to us. Um, very, very kind man. Um, I met him probably six times and he was just super respectful. I never, ever heard anything bad about um, Hugh Hefner. Like, and you know, I don't know, there's so many rumors going out there and everybody has their own story, which is fine. Right. Um, but the encounters that I had with him were beautiful. I mean, I was proud to know him and proud to be a part of his legacy and and just um i'm honored you know it's like you meet someone like that who can pave the way for so many beautiful women with um you know i have to say like i dropped out of high school and didn't know what i was going to do with my life and thank god for playboy and and hugh hefner like believing in and women and give paving the path for us for a brighter future excellent and we uh we learned of you through echo johnson you two are mm -hmm. good friends in, ch in childhood is that correct Yes, we grew up together in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's cool. Yeah, How fun. We, and yeah. we, we've, she's terrific. Yeah, we've had her on a couple times now, and we we love her to death. She's done so much for us in the short little bit of time that we've been doing it. So thanks to her and and uh, for for hooking us up with you. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Thanks, Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to her. Well, cheers. So obviously, our our name is cocktails with dimples in the beard. So we are drinking tonight some red wine. We Good thought. We from our favorite favorite uh, winery, wine called Crush. Since we both have such a crush on you, yay! <laughs> I like that. It fit I perfectly. Make myself a cocktail. I'm a different kind of drunk, though. I got to get through the interview before I start drinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> any good stories of? Uh... <laughs> You're very any open. Good stories. Let me try to remember one. No, yes, I'm. Um, I'm. One, I'm a. I'm a fun. Girl, top comes. I don't know. I think I'm a stripper every time I drink. A top comes off. <laughs> All right, we can, comes off. We, we can pause for you to go make a cocktail if you need <laughs> yeah, to. I mean, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> my husband, after I got married, my birthday was um, the day after we had a party and I was so hungover. I didn't drink it all for my wedding and because I, I wanted to remember. But my birthday, <laughs> we just let loose. And the next day, I woke up and my boobs were chapped. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I'm like <laughs> frosting all of my, my husband's like, you were titty slapping your birthday cake and so it tapped my breast and i told my husband like because I, I and then so then we left the conversation alone and then we walked in we went home because it was a destination wedding and i go you gotta stop letting me do that and he goes what and i go showing my tits and he's like why they're so beautiful so my husband does not yeah try to control any of that so right now i, I could be topless and jumping up and down and Maybe next time, guys. And, well, yeah, well you, YouTube might not like it too much, but we would. We'd be fine with it. Cheers <laughs> to your husband. <laughs> and to you. Thank you for, again, joining us. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely in the last couple you know, days, I've been following uh, Sex with Yvette on Instagram. Very Ooh. open. You are very open on all your stories. They're very open. Yes. I'm, I want to make sure that you guys can hear me because it extended. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're good now. Yep. Okay. My, um, so my husband encouraged me to start writing. He thinks I'm very funny. <laughs> He's laughing <laughs> at me all the time. And I am a storyteller mm -hmm. and I think I'm a pretty good one. Um, and so I just, he encouraged me to start writing these stories about 
my past sexual experiences and things that um, he finds funny. And he's actually my editor. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. So um, I just, I didn't even know that I could write. And I was started talking into my phone. Then I started cleaning up the stories. And, and you got, there's so many more. Mm. I'm just um, waiting to tell more about myself it's really difficult when you're being so raw it's fine when you're with your friends or you know your partner but when you're really telling a lot of people <laughs> some of those things right you kind of get the, it's a little scary so i'm waiting to you know add to tell more about myself but i hope you're enjoying them and that, that you find them funny they are fantastic they're funny you're i also listened to the, the first two episodes of bodacious minds and i was laughing at that and uh <laughs> And and it, I, the first episode with with Sefi was her name Sefi Haven. Sefi Sefi Haven was fantastic, and and, uh, and then the second one with Heidi um, Heidi Fleiss. Want to you know mm-hmm. um, another great episode, and she's obviously got a, a ton of fun stories to tell. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you definitely you definitely have the uh, the the art of storytelling. So and the, it gets better. I have I'm up to seven episodes, and. Um, Every time we, you know, we get, we do a new one and do it. I get more experience. I don't know. It's learning how to speak and, yeah, you know, it's really difficult. I thought it was a very easy thing to just talk, but it's not. It's different when you know people are going to listen or it's recorded and you can't change it. So it's, it's a little different, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. The more you do it, the better you get. Just like everything. Yeah, I mean, just like you, everything. <laughs> when you talk about being so open and honest, and in your first episode, you uh, of the podcast, you talk about you being you doing sex work in your in your life, and and uh, and I thought that I mean that's that's not an easy thing to come out and and tell the world. So it's not. It it has. It's still scary because actually, you're the. This is the first time I'm talking about it. It hasn't even come out in my podcast really yet. Like it's not. So it's, but it's something that I did and something that's a part of my life and something that helped me become who I am. Right. And I, I had a really good time doing it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and Which is great to hear aside from a bad experience. So that's good to hear, actually. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's good to get it out there and, and to... Uh, you know, we've had conversations with a couple, a couple of ladies who do OnlyFans, and uh, and just you know, getting it out there and making it normal, and not you know, and owning it, like you said. Yeah, I mean, that's the the one common thing from all you ladies is you just, this is me. This is you know, you own it, and and it's the way it is. That's and that's I know what we try to promote here is is in different aspects of that. You know, whatever you want to yeah. be, non non judgmental. That's for sure. It's really important to let women see other women be brave Mm -hmm. so that we can, there's so much, you know, the mental health issues and suicide and all these um, things that I think that by us sharing information, we could really help each other. And now that we have this amazing way of of conversing, you know, and sharing stories, you know, it's just, why not? I don't see why we, we, we wouldn't share our information with each other, especially young girls. You know, that's why I like telling my sex stories because at least, you know, men write me and they're like, well, thank you. I never knew I couldn't go from the ass to the pussy, to the mouth, to the, you know, because of yeast <laughs> infections or da, right. da, 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 you know, and people write me and it's like, I hope that, you know, if you can make one person laugh and at least give, uh, help one person out, like with some, information that I think I'm doing the right thing. And I hope that there's women, you know, out there that find this a place 
or bodacious minds uh, find it a place to just come and be themselves and know that they're not alone. And, you know, even like with your podcast, you know, it's, it's yeah. okay to be open and have some fun with who you are. It's okay. You yeah, know? absolutely. And we've, I mean, we've, we've done a little bit of that ourselves, just sharing some stuff that, you know, <laughs> I, this this whole thing started with us just uh, we, we you know going on road trips and telling stories and thinking God this is funny we should put this you know we should put this into podcast format and then when we got to it you know like how willing are we to tell some of these stories that we say just to each other and and we've slowly started to you know tell more and more and more so it's uh, it's it's freeing you know and uh, good we need more men doing those things you know just it's okay a hundred percent we're yeah. all. This is cool. It's actually really cool. It's, it's like, you know, look what you guys are doing now. And you get to have all these beautiful women on your show and drink whenever you like. <laughs> right? It's it's not a, it's yeah. not a bad way to spend the evening. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got accused of, our last interview was with was with Raylan Nelson, who's Willie Nelson's granddaughter, and uh, yeah. and she, we she asked us about some of the guests and we started telling her she's like, "Oh, you guys just have a hot girls podcast, huh?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we just yeah. <laughs> So, if that's what it turned into, hey. It's well, yeah. We've we've had a few men. Yeah, we've had a few men. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So One I did want to get my, my husband on your show. Me and my husband together. My husband and I together. We would yeah, that would be great. Yeah. How long have you, you been married now? All, you can ask him questions that I won't answer. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. And how long have you been married now? Uh we've been together four years and we just had our third year anniversary. We got married October thirteenth, three years ago. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's no so obviously your stories on the podcast coming up and Sex with Yvette on Instagram, everybody. That's one of your many Instagram sites is Sex with yeah. Yvette. So you have your stories laid out. Do you how do you pick which ones to share now and which one is the save? And it's you know what I mean. There yeah. is a yeah, there is a trick. No, it's um. I read them and then I'm like, I'm not fucking ready to say that. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. This one's easy. I'll do this one. And you know, can I? How long is the story? So it's it's whichever one allows me to be free that day. Because again, it's really difficult talking about getting crabs and your pussy smells and pH balance. It's a lot, you know. So I I really do. I read them and then I'm like, okay, this one I could do today. We'll say the other ones for later. Okay. So feel thing. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that when you're saying that one, you know, is freeing for that day. So you, you share it. And you're very comfortable in front of the camera. That's for sure. Thank you. Yeah. I've been doing it for so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, um, I was going to say modeling. We, we kind of broke off from your modeling after Playboy. Um, it seems like you've done a lot. Yeah. After Playboy, I, um, I, I have. I was very lucky. It was not difficult to just ride the wave. Um, I was FHM Top 100 Hottest Celebrities. I was um, Mac eight-page spread Maxim Espanol. I um, was hosting um, with Ed the Sock MTV in Canada. I've done so much. So I, I've traveled all over the world and have been in so many different magazines and um, got to do some really cool radio tours and i was on the chris angel show uh with debbie gibson and three six mafia and we did the celebrity seance and um yeah it just really opened up a big door for me and um you know i'm five foot one guys like you know to be able to do the kind of 
modeling that I did, I was very fortunate. I'm five foot one, you know, and uh, my career as a nude model and model uh, kind of started to slow down at 35, but then just picked right back up. And I'm uh, I'm 47 years old. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, look amazing. Not a chance. I'm doing it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, well, you look amazing. Thank so, you. Today is, is you did the pictures you sent. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, were 18. 18 year old self. Yeah. 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 Um, so, where did the podcast come from? Where did you, how did you get the idea to do the podcast? And, and uh, yeah, just give, tell us a little, little bit about that. So um, Bodacious Minds came from well, Peter Rachelson, who's an amazing music producer. Uh, I went to go meet with him about working on music. Um, and then he was, him and I were having lunch and we just started talking. And he's like, why aren't we doing a show with you with all your stories and the people you know? And, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm really ready to do that, but give it to me. Let's see what you got and let's see if it works. And we went and met with um, Mark Netter, who is his business partner, um, and they find me funny. I don't know. <laughs> Men seem to find me funny. Uh, <laughs> and so we started talking. We talked for a few hours, and then we just we worked on it for almost two years before um, now that we released. It's been like two years. Okay. Um, and now we just released the first two episodes. Um, so it took some time for us to figure it out and grow together and understand what we wanted the show to be. And um, again, it's all about being free from shame for me. And so it helps me. It's it's a way of therapy for myself. And I thought, like, if I can do this and I have this way of helping others, then I'm I, I'm going to I'm going to do it honestly and openly. And and that's what Bodacious is about. You know, it's about being bodacious mentally physically spiritually emotionally and um that's the the um goal for the show i know it's there's a lot of sex in there but i think sex sex needs to be if you if you do that first then it'll open up the path to make everything else okay Absolutely. if you talk about that and do it first but you know talk about it first on the show <laughs> so um that's the goal for the show is just to kind of give people a platform to come and speak their truth and share with others and and hopefully other people can just enjoy it and laugh and cry and get health tips. I'm not a doctor, but right. I know I know a little bit about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you pick your guests? You're just friends you rely on and ask them if they want to come on and talk? And Yeah, I had interviewed um, a somatic therapist, Brian Mayhem, and he actually was my therapist. And we had four... Uh, therapy sessions and now we're like the closest friends ever and he was like yeah I have my best friend Steffi Haven who is the number one escort in America at some point and he goes and she introduced he introduced us and then she became um the first woman I interviewed and then Heidi Fleiss has been my friend for 20 years and so um every time we think of a subject then I just kind of go hmm who who would be a good fit and we kind of see who I know and 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 work that way that's amazing, yeah. And like I say, yeah, I mean, you you jumped right in, in in the first episode and talked about sex work, and and I thought it was amazing, and and um, just the ability to be that free right off the bat, and uh, you know, just like I said, we've we've done some of the same things here, and it's it's inspiring, and I, I think people are going to enjoy it, and uh, I know I enjoyed it, and so. so do you have a plan for when you're going to release the next episode, or is it going to be every couple of months, or what's the schedule? It's bi-weekly. Oh, bi weekly. Oh, okay. Every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So we expect yeah. another one pretty soon. Mm-hmm. 
Are you? Uh, and they're all. Um, not all of them are so fun. There's some little. There's some serious episodes, and um, I can't give it away, but right, you'll sure. see. It's yeah. It's, there's it's a variety of of stuff. Okay. Of information. So that's Bodacious Minds podcast, and it's on every mm-hmm. podcast platform for everyone to go check it, it out. Is. Will, mm-hmm. will it be on YouTube? Will there be, is there a video of it or is it? Yes, we are actually in the process of having everything edited. Okay. Um, we, we record all our episodes. So yes, you'll get to see um, faces. And I think that's the most fun is watching, Agree. <laughs> watching people have a good time or not. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I, <laughs> the human emotion, yeah, it yeah. comes out. Oh, absolutely. It comes out. So that's why we, we started doing the YouTube as well, because it just seemed yeah people well, connected better right yeah our first our first mm-hmm. handful of episodes were just audio and then we uh yeah got over to video and, and uh, or we said we have beautiful women on people want to see that instead of they don't want to see us. yeah they don't yeah. want to see us <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't know, I like to watch men get drunk there's something about it <laughs> all right well another another glass of wine then there you go another glass of wine makes me feel better about myself <laughs> perfect so you have to have some. You have to have some good Heidi Fleiss stories. I mean, it, oh my god, I have so it had to be many. Intense. I'll tell you one that I haven't told anyone. It's really fucking funny. Okay. Um. So my best friend Mikey Post, who is three feet tall, and he's actually in one of my stories. He's the one that had the um the, the tongue the dildo stuck up his ass. Uh, yes, and I, had to, I had to get it out for him. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize well, he was that. Hear the whole story. Yeah. That, I, that short. I couldn't even tell the whole story because it's um. I, I just couldn't. But so Heidi and I and Mikey were in Vegas and uh, we got so fucked up one night. Heidi doesn't drink, but she parties in her way. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and Mikey and I were just wasted. And he was running around the casino that he wants dick. And he's three feet tall. So the way he wa- ran, I can't really run, but he like, <laughs> goes, you know. And so he, we were, we went to this bar and we were sitting down. And I don't know, Heidi wanted to, was playing the little gambling. I don't really gamble, so the machines. Yeah. And I ordered a cocktail, and this guy wouldn't fucking stop touching me. And he, his, he kept putting his hand on my leg. And I'm like, stop. You stop touching me. And again, and I was like, one more time, you're going to regret it. <laughs> and so he did. He put his hand on my leg and started to move up. So I... I was on my period at the time. I spread my legs. I took out my tampon. I smacked his face with. Oh. And Heidi, Heidi, Heidi is laughing so fucking hard. She can't breathe. He's yelling, murder, murder. And they call security. So Heidi grabs me. We start to run off. Well, we can't run because of Mikey. Mikey jumps on his little scooter. We all get on the scooter thinking it's going to be take us fast. We wreck into a slot machine, fall over. Leave the scooter there, take off, and that's one of my Heidi Fleiss stories. Anytime I was with her, it was just something. We went one time, and we—I'll tell you another one. She picked me up from my house, and she was like, "Come with me." And I was like, "Well, where are we going?" She goes, "I'm not going to tell you." I was like, "Okay." So I was like, "Well, let me get ready." So I—I worked with Maria Maria Schreiber for uh, Schreiber for with Best Buddies as as a they brought in celebrities, and we got to speak and work with um, kids with Down syndrome. And I had this outfit from this event I worked at, and it was a uh, best buddies. So it was like a biker outfit with butt pads and everything. So I put <laughs> this biker outfit on and went with her, and we went to Still Rocks. We just went to go like still these big 
rocks that we really couldn't steal because they're so big and heavy that she and I could not carry. But those are the kind of adventures that we would have together. We just did things that made no sense at all and that never worked out. Like it never was like, oh, okay, we got to steal a rock. She, she'd actually come to my house and be like, text me, I left you a gift and it'd be a rock <laughs> outside my door. Yeah. No lie. It was always like, okay, Heidi, thanks for the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least you could say you, you attempted, you know, you, you, you went on the adventures. That's half the fun. Yeah. Being friends with her, it was definitely like some of the best times of my life. I love that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good to see that she's doing good, you know, with all her legal her issues. Her birds. Yeah. Her birds. She does. She rescues exotic birds. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. I remember. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Know has like 27 of them at her house flying everywhere and I would sleep over and I'd wake up, they'd be on my head and they're <laughs> angry. And one like ejaculates on her arm. He's like, and just like rubs himself <laughs> on her arm and he comes on her arm. Oh my and God. They, and he spoke Japanese. One spoke Spanish and they're all screaming and it's fucking nuts. <laughs> well, um, speaking of come coming from the skies, you do have another story. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll blame it on the bird poop. <laughs> Come, coming from the skies. Yes, the sex while I was parasailing. <laughs> I, I didn't hear this one. I did. I'm in, I'm in for it. <laughs> yeah, um, it was so long ago, and I told my husband, I have to go. We're going to Miami for Thanksgiving. I was like, we need a parasail so I can first remember the moves that I made and even seemed like what was humanly possible because the way I remember it was we went up and in the and we were in the sky we faced each other I pulled my panties to the side or my bathing suit was it my bathing I can't remember and we had sex and then when he pulled out the stuff flew it came you know came out of it. so then I was like fuck and he I was like I you know it was like messy and so then he was like don't worry he was like you know, we asked him to dip us. So he'd dip us in the ocean and I'd wa- it would like wash my, my <laughs> vagina and, and put us back up. So true story, guys. True story. So except, all my stories are true. Except for the people who got rained on, it all was good. <laughs> well, that was, that's yeah, what that's... I was like, what if it fell on the guy's head? And like, that's why I put the bird. Maybe he thought it was a bird shit on his head. <laughs> she does have a, a on her Instagram, a, like a cartoon of the story, which is yeah, which is perfect for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, I, here, I was listening to the podcast, and you were doing a uh, every every one of your Instagram stories. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna switch over now and go check those out. <laughs> yeah, you have to. It's a must. Yeah. Did you like the crab story? I, I could relate to the crab story. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yes. Here we go. Sharing is caring. Were yours, were yours friendly? <laughs> Well, they were, but like you stated, you know, you're like, what's going on when, the, you know, you're young, you don't know what's going on and tell you to pull the first one off. I never saved mine. <laughs> I got rid of them, but someone decided. Unlucky you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I had no, I had to save one. Like, it's, come on, guys. I'm like, what the fuck really is this? I love to know things and I like. I just, I, so I don't, anything that goes on with my body and even if it was your body and we were friends, I'd be like, give me one. We're going to go find out what it is. <laughs> well, I did the same thing. I, there were plenty of them. So when I went to the emergency room, <laughs> the emergency room. I did. 
I was, I got back from a weekend. And then that Monday, I worked second shift. And after my shift at like midnight, I went to the emergency room and said, what's going on? <laughs> How many did you have? Was it a lot? Um, there were enough. There were enough. There were women I remember. It was a long, long time ago. Ladies, they're, they're, they're all gone. It was last weekend. <laughs> but I was amazed. You by the lice shampoo. It's much easier, cheaper. Well, it was. It was shampoo from my neck. Every inch of my body, and I laid in bed for twelve hours or something. Oh my god! That was the no. It was not fun. It was very itchy. Mm -hmm. They multiplied very fast, Mm -hmm. and it was not a good time at all. (laughs) And I don't know if I. I don't think I gave them dinner because I was only having sex with one person at that time. But yeah, no, God, I I thank God I never got them again. I hope I never do. That is a clear indication of your partner cheating though is when you get oh, them, yeah. when you're only having sex with one person that's a good point yeah yeah i had to figure out which one but anyways <laughs> <laughs> that's really both you might have given it do you think you gave them to someone else i had to tell some people yeah oh how fun that's always a good time <laughs> some people. that's a that's a great conversation for a high school some kid people. <laughs> some people how very responsible of you you're adulting um yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yes, I can relate. That's another great story. You'll, you'll, anyone will encounter if you. Uh, I I highly recommend going to Sex with Yvette Instagram page. And yes, have a good have a good time. Have a good laugh with me on there. Right, absolutely. I can't wait for more. <laughs> did you finish all the episodes? I did. I oh, listened to every did. one of them. I listened to every one of them. Just for you, I'll put one up tomorrow. Awesome. Aww, thank you. Awesome. That's, yeah. I, w- I will look forward to it. I'll dedicate it to you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you just You're going to get a very special treat. <laughs> a good story? <laughs> a very good story. <laughs> you made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's going to read you a bedtime story. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. It just got better. I want to listen to it every night before I go to bed now. Right? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, that I'm looking forward. Um, so I do want to touch on Bodacious Minds, not the podcast. Now, I see you're affiliated with a store, massage parlor? Or were you a, are just... With this. We're, My massages? massage parlor. Well, no. These fucking guys... No, it's it's not. Yeah, it, I don't know why it looks like that, but sure, I'll give you a massage. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm asking because it says you were. Yeah, no, it's really not. My producers didn't tell me that it wasn't done yet, so we're, we haven't even got to that part yet. It's it's new to me that the website is a massage place. Maybe they're like, you know, two lo- to two locations. Recreate. Two locations. No shit. Where am I? <laughs> I? There's two locations on the website. We have breaking news. <laughs> what, what cities am, am I in? <laughs> I don't remember. I... Or, yeah, no, everyone out there, I will not be at either location giving massages. There yet. you go. All right. It, it, it read more like the, there was the, you could go there and get them, but you're making a guest appearances. Oh, ethics massage parlors. Well, yeah, this is very for, interesting. Yeah, like um, not so much. Um, one was what did I tell you? Pedicures and margaritas or something, <laughs> and massage oh. and massage by the beach. So that's what it appeared to be. Well, they both, like fun they, to move. they both they both sound perfect. Maybe I'm missing out. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
check it out. It's yeah, it's it's on there. But I mean, I just thought maybe at first it was like coincidence of the name, but it 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 gives your bio at the top. That's really funny. My, it reminds me, my husband and I were just in New Mexico, and his name is Lewis, by the way. So Lewis and I, Lewis, okay. we're, we, we like to get massages a lot. And we're all, we're at a point where like, we're about to let some shit happen. But it's the second time that we've gone to a place and they put us, we just want our feet rubbed, but I go to a room and he goes to a room. And for some reason, they take me far away. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. So we just go in the rooms. And next thing you know, um, She's rubbing me and she doesn't really know what she's doing. It's this woman and she can't, Asian woman, she can't really speak English. And she's really cute though. And then she was like, after a few minutes, she goes, you like cookie massage? And I was like, cookie massage? Did I just hear her? Like she was asking me if I wanted a cookie massage. So yeah. I was like, no, just a butt cheek massage. So she rubs my butt cheeks very, very good. Like my butt, my butt cheeks were very like nice and loose. <laughs> after very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband, so it was done. I come out, my husband's sitting there with a smile. I'm like, that fucker, he got a hand job. And no, he goes, he looks at me and he pulls out a, probably like 30 little mints because they had asked, she asked him if he wanted, uh, she went like this and didn't say anything you want. And he was like, no. And so she handed him a bunch of mints for oh. not getting the hand job. Wow. Had I known, <laughs> I, was say, I, I didn't know I could settle for the mints. Hand job, mints. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I prefer the hand job okay. personally. That's yeah. <laughs> but what? So what's a cookie job? My pussy. Well, I figured that, but I'm trying to figure the cookie. <laughs> you never called it a cookie before? No. Have you oh. heard of a cookie? Yeah. Oh, when you're a little girl, they call your pussy a cookie. Oh, Jesus. I did not. I've never heard that. Yeah. I haven't either. And, uh, yeah. But now they do at the massage parlor. Yeah. Cookie massage. And when I was leaving, she goes, come back for cookie massage. <laughs> well, I've often wondered about that as I was leaving Asian massage parlors and there would be women in the, in the like waiting room. Like, are they here for the same thing that I am? Or <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't know women had to, had to resort to that, but Maybe it's just... You know, they turn us down. My girlfriend, um, she'd kill me if I told you her name, so I won't because she's, she's, she's well-known. But she and I went for a massage in L.A. And we're like, huh, there's bars on these windows. Fuck it. We're like, we're knocking, ringing the doorbell. And they all look out the window and they're like, no. no. Oh. Like, what the fuck? That's not fair. That's not fair. Right? You guys get to have all the fun. <laughs> well, and the truth <laughs> of it is, is they do give damn good massages, too. So it's not like it's, you know, a bad massage. Do they put a condom to jack you off or, or even like maybe a towel over their face? Like, no. what do you like, or do they hold it like somewhere it won't hit their body? Yeah. They, I think they go like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They make sure they aim it away. <laughs> just, to, just in case. They, wait, they aim it up. <laughs> right. Just straight in the air. Yeah. No, they, they, they do a good job of avoiding any, uh, any offshoot. Any eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um they're professionals. I kinda of want to go in and ask for a cookie massage. Just to see what they say. <laughs> you don't have the right you parts. Should. You have to report back to me. <laughs> they're gonna roll you over. Oh. <laughs> well, oh my god, my face hurts for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> hey, well you never know, right? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but never been offered a mint. No, no, just water, water. 
Not mints. Just water. I know. They're so cheap with you guys. Yeah. Just hydrate. Okay. <laughs> hydrate. Yeah. You need electrolytes. Hydrate and move on. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So much fun. Yes. Yes. Well, I, you know, and back to what you're saying, it's, it's fun to be free. And once you get comfortable, it, you know, you can have fun with it. What? Everything should be, there should be humor in everything that we do. Otherwise, you're going to drive your fuck, yourself crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not, we're not hurting anybody. We're just here having fun. Yeah. So. See? That's what I say. Yeah. So right. how did you meet your husband? Um, and what's, what's the my love story friend, there? Have you? My friend didn't like the guy that I was with, sleeping with. And so he. <laughs> Introduced he, me. He sabotaged. Wait, wait, wait. You don't say <laughs> the guy I was he dating. He was cock-blocking. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> true story. My friend hates, like, was like, couldn't stand it. Okay. And I was talking to this one person, and he was like, you have to meet my homie. And my husband's so not a homie. You saw him. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And it, honestly, it was like the first day we met. We were That was it. We went home together, and I never left. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Love at first sight. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. And thank you for friends for hooking you up. Right? If you can't trust your friends. Yeah, I like that I never had to get on those websites. I got on websites to, you know, obviously to, well, not obviously, but to make money and that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, but not to, like, find true love. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was, I'm very happy that I got to find my true love in a very um, natural way. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, have you always lived in Vegas? Well, not always, but um, in your I adult was life? Born, born and raised in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And then, I should say raised between here and Santa Fe. Um, and I would always move from L.A. to Vegas and New Mexico. So, wherever I could afford to be, that's where I went. Okay. It was always easier to come back here. I was a convention model and I had my agent here so I could... I knew I could get a lot of work very quickly, make money very quickly, then go back to LA and afford to be there until I landed the next job. <clears throat> um, that was before escorting became a very big part of my my adult life. Um, was that only in I, Vegas? The escorting? The escorting? No, no, it was all over the world. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What? That, that, that opens up so many th <laughs> thoughts in my head. Yeah. All over the world. I assume that means you had people taking you all over the world. That's yes, I would be. My first job that was ever offered to me um, was $60,000 in Japan. And it was for three days. Wow. And um, I didn't take that job because I was like, I was a little, I've never been to Japan. I was, um, what, how old was I? At, um, actually, that was not my first job. I'm lying to you guys. I really am. I'm getting my time frame mixed up, but a job after not doing it for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't want to go to Japan. So then I was sent to New York and um, I actually met somebody and then started dating him for a year. And then, uh, but no, yes, they were all over Europe and Australia. And, wow. Yeah. Okay. So what? they would fly you out to... Mm -hmm wherever they lived all over the world that, mm -hmm. wow that those have to be are you gonna ever put those stories down well i'll probably have to 
put do uh, tell all in a book because it's really hard to tell those yeah. stories in in a whimsical way like <laughs> and then and then yeah. and, you know it's like it just doesn't it's not really that it's not funny sure uh, but they were fun trips um and yes i will definitely be telling all at some point somewhere um probably in a book though that's the that's the plan awesome okay awesome because because it, it sounds like yeah they'd be interesting stories I would love, yeah i would love to read you guys stories. can travel with me all over the world <laughs> okay. okay sign me up uh, uh, how many <laughs> so about how many years did you do that so let me think um i was probably 20 i think i was 20 when i started um and then it would start and stop so i was probably 20 and then i stopped probably when i was um god i met my husband when i was 42 so that's when it stopped okay <laughs> um 37 like 39 ish sure so it's a sure. big part of your life i mean a many yeah. many years so not just mm-hmm. okay so yes you have lots of stories for many a years a lot of stories with a lot of um amazing people and and uh, i can i'm very lucky that i they weren't there's no tragedy or trauma that's, that's well, what good. i was gonna ask is it were, good. were there any bad experiences but it sounds like you didn't really have any Mm-mm. That's great. Mm-mm. I mean, you, you you know you hear about unfortunately you hear about all the bad stories and and uh, and what you know what can go wrong with it all, but it's it's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. And they, it was uh, it was like fairy tales. Oh, and yeah. they usually go bad. That's what was hard to, for me to settle down with anyone because because nobody could give me those fairy tales. And I met my husband, and my life is a fairy tale now. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Love triumph of overall, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's. I didn't expect to be that. You know, that get this in depth with you tonight. So I appreciate you being so open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind. Open book. Well, and to your husband too, because um, you know, some men would be like, "I don't want you to tell those stories. I don't want anyone to know." But um, so kudos to him for being so open as well. Yeah, he seems um, like a great guy. He encourages me all the time to keep using my voice, use my voice, tell my stories. And um, it's just, he knows what I stand for and it's the freedom from shame and help trying, I'm always trying to help others. And um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm certified in energy work and I owned a yoga studio and okay. I, I, I have a, had, I haven't practiced in a minute, but I had a practice where I um, help people with trauma. Um, so, you know, it's something that, um, he knows that's important for me and he feels that it's a a way it's very therapeutic for me as well to, um, tell my stories and be comfortable with who I am. And especially as I'm transitioning into, um, the womanhood, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but you know, in your forties, your hormones and all kinds of shit starts to happen and everything starts to change and you feel like you're going crazy a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's, it's a good way to keep myself entertained and keep myself just feeling good about who I am and not, you know, um, regret anything that I've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you also have a singing. You also you are also a, a, a vocalist and have an album coming out. Is that correct? I'm going to say that now yeah, you're filling was, your time with new adventures, which. Yeah. 
Yeah, I um, was in Germany uh, two months ago for a month. I went to finish my album there with uh, Jens Gad and Toby Gad. Okay. Jens Gad was uh, one of the producers and writers for Enigma and uh, Beyonce and and his brother is, writes and produces so many people, famous people. Um, so they, um, Jens and I have been friends for 11 years. We started writing together 11 years ago. And we finally found, thought now's the time to do a bilingual album together. And um, we did. And it was so much fun. And it's so freaking good. Yeah. And um, yeah, right. I just shot a music video. I've shot two music videos, but I just shot one the other day for one of my songs called Faded. And um, we're trying to figure out how we want to release the songs. Um, I don't want to just put them out there just to put them out there. So we're really taking our time to shop the album and see what we come up with and okay. figure out how to um, make it into something, you know? Okay. So it's done. It's complete. It is done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. I was listening to, on, you have the melody of all your songs mm-hmm. on your website that I was listening to over and over again. So yes, I, I, they were very good. You have a lovely Yay. voice. And so you, Thank you, so you wrote all of your songs. With- um, there's 15 songs. I probably wrote about nine or 10 of them. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I come from a family of musicians. My father was, they were and his brothers were famous very young. My uncle has been up for Latin Grammys. Oh, wow. He does a lot of the shows here in Vegas. Um, and my dad made his first 45. I believe he was seven years old and going on tour, like singing with his little guitar. And my dad's played with everyone from Gloria Stefan to um, Sharka Khan. To, <clears throat> my dad passed away um, about eight years ago at a very, he was 50, I think it was 57 or 58, mm. but he had a very full life and he was, he was wow. quite the animal, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So I get it from him. Um, a yeah. lot of my naughtiness and openness and um, and then the musical and entertainment side comes from my daddy as well. Is will this be the first album or do you, uh, do you have other music? This is the first, first album. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So mm-hmm. it, did you decide which songs you're gonna sing in English and other songs in Spanish? Um, so they how just, did that work? yeah, so some, my, yeah, so there's just songs that I know I want to do in Spanish and some that I wanted to do in Spanish and English. So it's bilingual. So some songs are mixed. Okay. Um, yeah, you just, I just kind of know what we want them to be. Uh, working with Jens is amazing. That guy is so talented. I can't tell you guys. Um, mm-hmm. he, um, him too. He's very, um, aware of my sound and my personality. So he knows what's going to be best for the songs that we create together. Okay. Okay. See, I, I didn't know with the, uh, the melody, it was snippets of each one and it was mixture. So I didn't know if there was some songs that were all Spanish. Okay. Well, that'd be Mm -hmm. interesting. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. So you you don't know exactly when it's going to come out though. You're not yet. Um, We want to shop it for at least six months and then we'll see from there what we're going to, what's going to happen. You know, the music world is so difficult and not at the same time. Um, I'm not really doing this to make um, pennies. You know, I want to really try to do something with this. Uh, I think that um, we can, and, and, but also using it to, bring forward everything else that I'm doing as well and, and being free from shame and mental health and 
So really trying to put the whole package together so it makes sense for everything that I'm trying to do. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. So is that where you got mm-hmm. the inspiration for writing the songs is from your, your career and from your experiences? Yeah, it's, um, yes, for sure, experiences. Um, even Jens, when he sent me some that he wrote um, and his brother, uh, he sent me songs that he knew that would be a good fit for me. And I, I listened oh. to probably 30 songs and chose four um, uh, from his album. And then stuff that Jens and I write together, we're just... It's crazy because I didn't even know I could write. And 11 years ago, I got introduced to him and Beyonce was recording in one room and I I walk in and I'm like, what is going on here? And he's like, come on in and grab a pen. And I'm like, wait, I don't write. He's like, yeah, you do. And we just started writing and writing. And next thing you know, he flies me to New York and we start, we're writing there. And, you know, and he's the one who brought this songwriting out of me. I didn't even know that I could write songs <laughs> so and then now i'm learning how to do it in spanish so um it's it's a it's a process it's different and it's fun i like this whole journey of learning who i am as this woman in her skin at 47 um using my voice more than just my body is very important to me um and it's all new this is all and it's been a, it's been interesting <laughs> Yeah, it's a transition, isn't it? And now, I mean, you're telling stories on, on a podcast and, and recording, I mean, recording songs. It's all, yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Not judging myself, not caring what people say about me or how I'm supposed to look. And nobody can tell me what to do when I'm using my voice, especially with all these platforms that we get to do for ourselves or, you know, Instagram, Facebook, um, our podcasts and nobody can control what we do. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah. There's just a million ways to get your stories out now and, and, uh, <laughs> and tell it your way and, uh, mm-hmm. and not let it be dictated. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. So what else do you have in the back of your mind that you want to try next? Well, I, see I have you... a clothing line. Okay. Um, it's called the walking on love project. And, um, I created a shoe insert that's antibacterial that has positive messages on them. So when you take your shoe on and off, you always see a positive message to yourself. So all day that positive message is resonating with you and you can remember it. And when you take your shoe oh. off at night. Yeah. And so it started there and I partnered up with this woman, um, Kesty Gibson, who is huge in the sustainable world. And she loved my idea so much. She became my business partner. And now we have a pajama line, a lingerie line, and that's getting ready to launch hopefully before Christmas. And all of our clothes have positive messages on them as well. Also, you know, in trying to um, do positive things for people who are feeling blue, especially after COVID, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No good timing. That, right. So yeah. it's, so there is, do you have a website for that or anything? Um, it's, we're working on it now. Okay. Um, cause we, we've got our store coming up, but it's walking on love, W A L K I N G on love. Okay. And, um, it's, I don't even know if you can find it. She, that's her stuff that she's in charge of. Um, but it okay. should be out really soon. Okay. Well, we'll look for that. I like It'll that. It'll be on I, my website as well. Yeah. I did. I did see it mentioned. I just, um, I couldn't click on anything to get to it. So that's yeah. why I was, thought I would ask about it. Yeah. But that's neat though. The insoles with, so you, you look at your feet, you know, you look at your shoes every day as you take them off. You never mm-hmm. know. So you have a lot of stuff coming up in the very near future. <laughs> with, I do. Yeah. With the podcast, the album, the clothing line, you're uh, definitely a busy woman. 
So they say, everybody yeah. says, thinks that I'm so busy. I'm such a hyper person that it's like, I have, I don't have enough to do. Yeah. I'm bored all the time. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you it's the weirdest thing I know. Do you find time to sleep? That's the. <laughs> I will. I, well, I, I, sleep and I are friends sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to show you guys something. So look, yeah, here, my husband just pulled it up. Okay. Um, oh, it is walkingonlove.com. Oh, there it is. I just found out it is up, guys. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there we go. So one word, walkingonlove.com. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my model. She's so freaking gorgeous. She is. Yes, she absolutely. Is. Yeah. Oh, she's perfect. a local Vegas girl. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, so we do have a lot going on. I'd love to continue doing, working with you guys somehow. And I love what you guys do as men. Um, we need more men, you know. Talking what? shit, right? Absolutely, <laughs> and and uh, and just putting it out there and not being afraid to, you know, the the other thing, and we we really haven't broached it much yet, but I'm I'm a big I'm you know I'm on antidepressant antidepression medication, and just a big advocate for talking about that and getting it out in yeah. the, the need, especially for men because men feel like they can't talk about it, so. That's one of the things I'd like to do with this thing at some point is to get a little more, you know, we just, this thing has is just been a whole lot of fun so far. And, you know, like you said, you have some of your serious episodes. I'd like to do a little bit more of that with this too. So. Yeah. I suffer from anxiety and depression myself and um, it's no fucking joke. You yeah. know, I had no. a cousin who took his own life from depression and um, there has been days where it's very dark yeah. and I'm, I never used to tell anyone. And right. now I'm lucky I have my partner that I get to cry to and wake up and, and, you know, some days you don't want to get out of bed and it's, it's okay. These things are okay. And I'm learning to not try to control it, but just to accept that it's a part of who I am and what's happening to me. And, um, and it's, it's, I'm happy to hear you as a grown man, like say that because it, it's true, you know, there's not enough of, um, in any women or men, but not enough men admitting, you know, their sadness or their, their the way they feel. And it's, it, that makes me sad for, for yeah. men, you know, you have to be macho and you have to, that's the biggie. Things. Yeah. And it's, it's not okay. You can be sweet and you can have thoughts and issues, everything, you know, um, I don't really want to speak on your behalf, but I just know coming from me, it's, um, you know, again, shameful. I thought yeah, absolutely. Was really wrong with me. Absolutely, no. I very much the same way, and uh, you know, I've, I see a counselor, and I'm not, I, I just make sure I. For a little at the beginning of all of it, yes, I, I didn't want to talk about it, and didn't want to talk, but now I, I'm very free with it, and and uh, and I make sure I tell as many people as I can. I just, it's, I, I find it, you know, it's important to me to get it out there. So, but it's I, I don't know how important to everyone. Yeah, you get well, it out. Yeah. I think yeah. that a huge part, and that's what I happened to me, is accepting that's who I am, yeah, and it, and it's okay. So once you accept that that's who you are, and that's yeah. that's good, and you don't give a shit what other people think. If they do, then they shouldn't be Fuck in your em. life. Fuck them. Fuck them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. So any message we can get out is really what right. we're yeah. for. We're so open. It's 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 so much fun. It's so much fun being yeah. free. So, hearing every story. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Be, uh, being free is like the best gift we could give ourselves. Um, you know, uh, I think that we all have the same gift in life and we can all have anything we want. So I, this is why I say, like, share your stories because you don't know who it's going to 
touch or or mean something to to or you know even hearing us talk about it and I know one would probably guess that you would have anxiety or depression or me anxiety and depression and it's you know because we do these things right. but he's you know we're doing it for a purpose it's not just for ourselves it's for others and I, I and if somebody can know that it might help somebody absolutely yeah absolutely. help someone else to free up to free themselves to someone else and that's all that matters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. perfect awesome <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there, we're getting there. one episode <laughs> at a time right <laughs> all right do you would you like to promote everything one more time and then we'll uh, everything you got everything s- let's see if i can remember yeah right um, you got a lot of, <laughs> to the test so we got at sex with yvette and the art of getting laid you can hear my stories on instagram and then we have at bodacious minds uh bodacious minds is my podcast you can find us on instagram as well uh and we have walking on love the walking on love project um, that is my clothing line um, that with positive messages and the shoe inserts. And um, what else do I got, guys? My music, you know, you guys, t- if you want to hear anything, you can go to Yvette-Lopez.com and you'll find everything there. I was asking my husband, is that a dash? But he said, what is it called? Hyphen, maybe? A hyphen. Hyphen. It's, I don't it's, know the difference. <laughs> it's the one that's up above, not down below. Well, that's an underscore. Under, not underscore, oh. the one that's in the middle. Oh, okay. So that's a dash. Okay. Yvette-Lopez.com. And that's usually, from now on, you'll be able to find all that and um, all my stuff there, not all that. And, uh, and, hey, have you guys heard of the Playboy avatars? No. No. Oh, you guys are missing out. What is so well- Playboy, it's an underground world. Playboy just started creating um, avatars. They're little, and you buy them. They're like $800 an avatar. And I think today was the last day you can buy them. And they have a big party in New York for anyone, for everyone that bought them. I actually bought two and you get to like, and I don't know what my outfit's going to be yet. They haven't told me. And so it's like a big reveal this weekend, what your avatar is going to look like. And you either get a, a, a tie or a hat or, and there's like these different things and you go through the rabbit hole. It's a whole world now with all these NFTs. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So you guys should, investigate okay. that a little bit i think you guys might have fun with it we'll we'll have to look into that maybe we can uh we'll search on the after, is that after a, we're done is that a write-off <laughs> yeah isn't it i i don't know I, it I don't is know. now we're, we're starting to look into that we'll figure that out it's work yeah right it is work <laughs> so yes so that's where you can find all my stuff and you, the yvette lopez one on instagram oh addy that lopez one that just that has photos and through any of those outlets, you can follow me. You and can find, find me. And, yeah. Awesome. Okay. And, uh, Just want to make sure. Really looking for love and support at Yvette, um, at Sex with Yvette, and the art of getting laid. That's a big one. And I, I've been enjoying it immensely since I started, you know, listening to it and watching. And then I, and it's clips. And when you don't have a clip, and I was going to ask you that real quick, because um, some stories have a clip of you talking, and others have like a picture, and some have cartoons. Is there a reason the level of story that you decide if you're going to say it yourself or if you put a picture when you tell a certain story? Um, I'm eventually going to go live where I'm telling the story. Um, Still a little shy. But I I just came up with these ideas of hiring 
different artists to do little um, animations for each story. And um, I just haven't found somebody who's willing to do some of the other stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm, as soon as I find someone, you know, I, I have a few that I ask and if they'll do, did you like the hair combing? One? I did. I did. But I was he, telling him about it right before we started. No, he, yeah, yeah. He, he told me about that one. So, and then the, you got the, you got the, um, the tossing salad story. <laughs> I, well, I think I know what that one's probably about. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not tossing salad. Nope. Nope. No, I'm going home to somebody. We'll be good. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you, you both go should and listen to the things. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Talks about, like, high... It talks about hygiene for men. Oh, and um, and and the possibilities of getting your salad tossed more often if you would wax your ass. Oh um, yes, there you go. All right. <laughs> In my world, anyway. I'll work up to that. <laughs> it's very important. To your point, hygiene. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> can I can I get the hand job at the same time they're doing that? Does that work? Maybe that would. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Might might, might make it a little easier. More more research <laughs> massage parlors. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, thank thank you so much for your time. And I, you know, you said earlier if we, you know, ever could figure out something else to do. Well, anytime you want to come on, you know, you just let us know. We're uh, we're we'd be Absolutely. glad to have you. So if you want to come back on and promote anything when you know the clothing line's coming out or whatever, more it gets bigger because it's going to. Or and you mentioned you and your husband if you have a. Yeah, that too. Another world that you'd like to talk about? We yeah. we we'll, It's a fun we'll, world. We'll we'll definitely make time and and definitely talk about that with you guys. Absolutely. Thanks guys. If you guys ever want to come on Bodacious Minds, you're more than welcome as well. <laughs> okay. That'd be great. You can come be bodacious with me and let me interview you. I have Ooh. stories to tell, so I'm I'm willing to tell some stories. We <laughs> I think this could be fun. We yeah. do have I yeah. Absolutely. We both have some stories. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've lived. You got some good Vegas stories. We. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one of the ones that is being hidden for a while. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. 
We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Electrocast.